0: This episode contains brief mention of sexual assault and ED triggers. Listener discretion is advised.
1: For decades, the Marshall House has seen thousands of people from across the country, giving them somewhere to rest for a short while in the historical city of Savannah, Georgia. Though some patrons have made a permanent residence within the walls of the notoriously haunted hotel, you may notice the supernatural occurrences growing as you ascend each floor. In the lobby, you notice a portrait of a woman in Civil War-era clothing. Her eyes seem to follow you as you move towards the stairs. On the second floor, you peer down the long hallway. You see a man at the other end of the hall, turning to enter one of the rooms. As you begin to move towards the third floor, you do a double-take back to the man. He was already gone, but you could have sworn he was wearing an old war uniform. Shaking your head at the thought, you continue to the third floor. You notice several pictures hanging on the walls. Curious, you head down the red carpeted corridor to get a closer look at the images. Just as you begin to read the description below one of the photos, you hear the sound of children laughing and a ball bouncing towards you. Instinctively, you move out of the way and turn to apologize to the children, but stop short as you are met with an empty hall. Chills creep up the back of your neck, and quickly you make your way back to the staircase. You keep your head down as you climb to the fourth and final floor. You take a deep breath before turning towards the hallway. You let out a sigh when you see and hear nothing out of the ordinary you turn your back to the deserted hall and head back. Okay, we need to get into this. I know. Like, that needs cut. I'm not <laughs> gonna cut that. I'm not gonna <laughs> cut that. It's gonna stay in. Hello, you are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small-town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. Hey. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> We're back again. It's us. Just us. It's your boy, Megan and Kelsey. That's it. Okay. So we are back this week with uh, something that's going to be surprise and delight, not just you guys, but me, because Megan did this without me. I did. Uh, She went to Savannah, Georgia for a vacation, because whatever.
0: I went to Georgia in general. I spent two days in savannah though i was in georgia for like okay. eight days yeah, or something. Georgia in general
1: but while she was there she did make some time to go to as you heard in the intro the marshall house hotel in something or other i feel like i've seen it it's the marshall
0: yeah it's like the yeah, marshall house is yeah, what it's the marshall
1: house definitely but then it's like hotel or inn or something but yeah the marshall house yep so and conveniently so while she was there Uh, She picked up an alcohol for us that is called... What, Megan? Um, Wouldn't you know it? It's called the
0: Marshall House. That's it.
1: it. (laughs) So, I mean, like, if we got nothing else right in this episode, we paired this pretty well, I would say. They sold it in the hotel itself and in the gift shop, and I was like, well, that made that easy. Right? It's a wine. It's a wine. I guess I didn't say that. I feel like that should be... Kind of obvious though. Yeah. It is a white wine.
0: They had a couple of, they had red and white, a okay. couple different ones. Um, I was trying to find one that we hadn't done yet. And so I ended up getting a Moscato. Ooh, I do like Moscatoes. So there's really nothing about it except that it's bottled in um, Ironwood Cellars and lodi or lottie california so it's not even in georgia i was gonna gonna
1: say like i don't know if it's because georgia's too humid or what but yeah maybe not the right climate to i mean it's gotta not be if indiana can freaking grow their own grapes and make their own wine come on now georgia Uh, (sighs) okay um, well anyway it's
0: hot as heck down there i'll tell okay where i was actually staying wasn't too far outside of atlanta but then we went to savannah for a couple of days and the temperature difference was insane it was almost 90 degrees when i was there in savannah but then when i was back in um covington georgia Mm -hmm. the temperature at night got into the 50s and Which people you, in Georgia were probably losing their mind, and I was like, right. wonderful. Well,
1: wasn't it while you were in Georgia, didn't I send you a screenshot of the weather here, and it was like 20 some I odd had degrees? to ask you
0: if it was real, because when I woke up, it was like, at 8 a.m., it was almost 80 degrees, and then... No, when
1: I woke up for work, whatever morning you asked me, I'm pretty sure it was like 27 degrees. And I was like, no, no, it's real. And mind you guys, this was
0: just over a month ago. It was October 11th yeah. that I was in Savannah, so just over a month
1: and mm-hmm. yeah yeah less than 30 degrees it was a freaking nightmare. Nuts. well
0: anyway so um, yeah i've got this wine um and actually one of the nights that we were there every night they did a wine tasting so i was like i'm going down to that right, so,
1: right. was it like complimentary with the stay yes. mm-hmm. oh god dang it yes it was looks like there. i'm going to savannah georgia <laughs> sometime. i do
0: recommend savannah i mean covid kind of like poo-pooed a lot of stuff and like everything else but it's really pretty there's a lot of things to do i'm sure normally uh our first night there we ended up well no my birthday night we stopped by a dessert bar restaurant (laughs) as called better than sex and you guys should definitely google better than sex savannah georgia um because everything on the menu is, like, super dirty.
1: Like, innuendos and stuff. Yeah. Or just, like, flat out.
0: So, I ended up having um, blueberry birthday suit. It oh, was mine. Okay. So, it was a French toast with blueberries and brie cheese. And it was...
1: Okay, listen... In a
0: strawberry champagne sauce.
1: Okay, that sounds good except for the brie che- Like, you like brie cheese? Yeah.
0: Ooh. Oh, it was good. Oh, it was so good.
1: I've tried it a few times now, and I just cannot... Maybe I just need it in a better context, but, like... I- you I was looking up never. some
0: of the stuff they have. They have like between my red velvet sheets cheesecake. <laughs> double stuffed. Hot sex and savannah. Italian stallion. Oh my god. Uh, morning after popcorn pimp cheesecake. All right. Uh and that's just the desserts. They also have like um drinks there too. Look, I'm like super talking them up but it was a fun restaurant and the fact that they had to seat you with flashlights it was pitch black and they're like let me take your table and like click on the light and i was like oh and they had to walk you through the dark restaurant and you're like in your own little space so it's very intimate i was gonna make
1: a stupid like hollister joke but it's about
0: that that's about that maybe darker yeah (laughs) anyway i I totally got off topic we are here for the wine yeah i'm sorry so um, oh, I also went to a a cat cafe. God dang it! You didn't tell me that. It's
1: freaking wonderful. Ugh. Yes, I got to play with key cats. I'll tell you what. There's I'm a black and white to cat. I'm to a cat cafe one day. Mark my words. <laughs> I swear. At this uh,
0: cat cafe, there was one cat there. That he's black and white. Precious. I saw his name tag, and I said, "That is not your name." His name was Huggy Bear.
1: Oh my and God. I was
0: ticked okay but there's a reason he Did literally he... walked up on John's lap and put his arms around his neck and was just like I I have a picture of it love him it's
1: huggy bear I was like I'll call you huggy, huggy bear <laughs> um I love him so much I've they never named met him, him
0: that for a reason straight up oh my gosh I feel Ugh. like should I post the picture? I may post the picture. I don't I, know if I John's the, okay. I think the world needs to know. Freaking huggy bear, God bless him. An angel. Were they able to be adopted? Uh, yes. Gosh, um, while I see we that? were there, the we were one of the first groups there they you get an hour each group does and then they move you out and a new group comes in right when the doors open someone came in with their cat carrier and they came in and got this precious angel and they're like she's going home and put her in the cat carrier i would have
1: cried which is dumb i literally cry at everything guys take that with a grain of salt
0: then there was this i felt so bad one of the girls that got to come in with us to the the group thing um She was sitting playing with this little calico kitten. I mean a kitten. She wasn't even a year old. I was like, oh my God, so precious. And this Mm. cat was just like asleep in her lap. And maybe about 30 minutes in, some couple showed up and they're like, I hate to do this, but she was actually adopted.
1: And (gasps) I was like, (laughs) what? That sucks. So, but yeah, you go there to find potential. Pets. Pets. That is what I want. That is what my want my life to be. The end. Yeah. Uh, it was wonderful. Okay, well, anyway. So, shoo,
0: let's get back to the wine. There's nothing special. Absolutely nothing. It doesn't have a description, anything. It just has a picture of the the hotel on it. Um, it's 13% alcohol. Okay. So All right. Cool. We're going to crack it now. Okay, crack
1: it. Oh, my goodness. That was really nice. I know. Again, I said it with the last crack. I want my back to sound like that in this very moment. Okay, so. Okay, Uh, cheers from afar. There you go, dink. Tink. Um, let's sniff it. I can't tell if that's the wine or the glass.
0: No, I smelled it in the bottle. Now I'm thinking it's the wine.
1: Oh, no. It kind of smells like plastic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm getting almost like a nail which, polish again, remover. Again, we are in the Felice Navi Dog and Feline, Feline festive, festive Cups, which are my classy plastic Christmas wine cups. But like I mean this wine like straight up just smells kind, it kind of like of smells plastic. smells like nail polish
0: remover. Uh oh. I had a red wine during the wine tasting night, so I don't know, but we'll try this and we'll see.
1: All right, I get let's let's just go for it. Okay. Okay, just... It's not bad. No, it's not. It's actually super subtle. Yeah, I was going to say... There's no... I I always assume Moscatos are going to be very sweet. Right, it's not really sweet. It's not really dry, but there's no bite. There's no hit at the front. There's no lingering aftertaste. I don't want to say it's... It's not in a way that it's not memorable, Mm -hmm. but it's just very easy to drink. But I will tell you now, do not breathe in when you go to take that drink because I made the grossest face. I don't know if Megan saw it. I made a really nasty face before I swallow before I actually drank it because it smells not good. Um, but it tastes just fine. I'll
0: tell you what, kinda take a deep breath after you take a drink with your mouth open and tell me not while you're drinking. <laughs> it's just Okay, now take a deep breath. Do you not get granny apple, like green apple?
1: A little bit. I get like the tartness of like the green apple skin no it smells not great i don't know what it is but it just smells like plastic like that you drew on with a sharpie
0: yeah so I, smell is a no-go don't smell it but taste i'm actually here for the taste it's no not i do bad. like the
1: taste let me try one more time to drink it without freaking sniffing it on the way in i would say plug your nose but you would
0: probably choke <laughs>
1: I should have said it while you're taking a drink. It wasn't you. It's literally the smell. I keep trying not to. I'm about to. I'm gonna plug my nose drinking this the rest of the time. But it tastes it good otherwise.
0: Strong. Yeah, taste is on point. The smell, yeah. packaging's. Yeah. I mean, it's got the the hotel <laughs> on it.
1: Oh, oh, is it? <laughs> Do I need to try it? Let me try. That had to be. A... A fluke. I don't know how I'm gonna cut this in, guys, but I had to my cat started eating out of the giant container of cat food, trying to subtly tell me that she was hungry. So while I got up, Megan just ate a Reese's pumpkin, and apparently we've we've hit on something here with the wine. No, it really brings out the peanut butter, which is weird. <laughs> yeah,
0: take a bite, and then before you finish wash it
1: down then wash it down are you high stop shut (laughs) up that's not good okay don't eat reese's pumpkins and drink moscato it's not good but the marshall house if if you listen to this for any reason your wine seven out of ten i don't know what it is about the smell but the taste wonderful Thank you. The reason why I'm saying this is because I don't know if we said before, 14 Hands Winery definitely reached out to us. And that was the one that we just pooped all over the pop or lack thereof. And the taste was just okay. But like, thank you, 14 Hands, for reaching (laughs) out.
0: (laughs) Like, we have to keep apologizing. Right. We didn't say anything bad about the taste of the wine. We were just like, that was the crappiest pop ever.
1: Right. The taste was fine.
0: Like, it didn't even... Oh, my God. (sighs) Just that pop of that wine
1: what pop there wasn't one all right so that's enough about the wine you said a little bit about your trip but i maybe so this is going to be interesting because megan went without me i Mm -hmm. know nothing about this place except for what i looked up i'm i'm decided i've decided that i'm going to do well we decided that i was going to do the um history and background on the marshall house and then we'll see if what i looked up matches up with what Megan experienced what she saw or didn't see or whatever
0: yeah because I will say this was a gift from friends staying here I didn't know I was going to go here so I knew nothing of it I just knew it was supposedly haunted so other than that I really didn't have a ton of background on it I learned some as I got there but I purposefully didn't really dive too deep into it so right curious to see now
1: Okay, so I found, I used a couple different websites. One of them uh, was actually just on the Marshall House's website, marshallhouse.com. It says that, and this comes directly from like the front of the website i guess it says the marshall house's history as a hospital during the civil war and through two yellow fever epidemics makes it very conducive to haunted tales take any of the local ghost tours and you'll hear plenty of stories rumors and reports include guests seeing ghosts in the hallways and foyers hearing children running down the long narrow halls late at night faucets turning on by themselves and much more so that's just the quick synopsis on their website um I already warned Megan, but I'll say again. I think I'm going to read a lot of this stuff verbatim because, like I said, I i mean, I kind of have to because I don't know anything about this place. I really can't spin my own words on this, but I will try. And luckily, a lot, not a lot, but a number of these are experiences from other people. Like, on this website, they're like, "Here's some, here's some guest encounters and some things like that. So mm-hmm. there is... Savannah has its own haunted website. Go figure, Makes sense.
0: Now, something I will say Savannah is like one of the oldest cities mm-hmm. in the state. And so, like, it, it seemed really prominent. Like, the whole haunted thing, they really sold on that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I feel <laughs> like somewhere in here it says something like Savannah is like super haunted pretty much anywhere you go. So, this says, Is the Savannah Marshall House haunted? Well, Duh. Dozens of guests and employees of the historic ho- host- wh- historic hotel say, yes, the beautiful Greek revival hotel sits on Broughton Street in the heart of Savannah's his- historic district, but the exterior is evocative of something more commonly expected in the French quarters of New Orleans, complete with a cast iron balcony. Which is true, the pictures that I've seen and it's silly, but even in the um even in its little logo is that like cuz I don't know, I don't I don't want to get deep, too deep into it and I don't know if this is necessarily like a french quarter new orleans thing french thing whatever um but is that a pineapple on the marshall house okay do you know the significance of pineapples or whatever i do not it was kind of a pineapples were sort of a sign of one wealth and two it was like a welcoming thing Mm -hmm. um it's kind of weird like People would have pineapples wealthier homes would have pineapples at their door or whatever. Or like if you walk into some like well to do homes or old buildings, you'll notice like pineapple decorations and stuff. And apparently mm-hmm. that was like to show, look, we have money. We can have even buy pineapples. And it was also like a gesture of like if you received a pineapple, it's like, Wow, like I am an esteemed guest here. So yeah, pineapples yeah. were like a sign of your prestige. So it's kinda oh. it's kinda odd. But Relevant. Maybe not. I don't know. Just a little tidbit for you. Huh. I probably got that like super wrong, but it's something really close to that. So (laughs) it is. It has something to do with like. Don't at us. (laughs) Yeah. Don't at me. I'll read. I'll read it later and then feel foolish. But I know that it's close to that. Something about like a sign of your, you know, wealth. So whatever. Um, so anyway, it says, unlike so many structures in Savannah that have been converted into rooms for rent later in their lives, this building was constructed originally to be a hotel and has been used for that purpose for most of its history. The upscale hotel boasts a fully appointed bar and adjoining fine dining restaurant and a front lobby, which gleams of marble. See, so yeah, what did it say there? Many structures in Savannah have been converted into rooms for rent where like the Marshall House, that's what its original intent was for.
0: I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't imagine it being anything else. Like once you see pictures of it, it just looks like an old, older version of like a Hilton. Yeah, and I
1: saw pictures of it. I'm like, I mean, it looks cool. It looks a little date, like dated, you know, AKA 1851 when it was built by Mary Marshall, which is the next sentence. So, so yeah, definitely. But it's still in really good shape from what I can see from the pictures. They've kept up with it pretty well. At least the lobby. looks old fan it is, yeah. Fancy. Well, anyway, so Mary Marshall it says Mary Marshall built the house in 1851. I doubt she built it. She probably had with it. her two hands. Yeah, with her two <laughs> with my own hands. Yeah, she probably had people built it. Her father, Gabriel Lever, of nineteenth a nineteenth century cabinet maker, bought some property brought in Broughton Street and passed it on to his daughter when he died. Mary built the hotel on the site and is considered by architectural historians to be the finest structure she had built in Savannah. Man, so did she really? I don't know. Who <laughs> oh, no. knows? She built it with her own two hands. Okay, so the cast iron balconies and veranda were added in 1857. So those come came six years later. Uh, years later, the hotel changed ownership and was renamed the Geiger Hotel after its new proprietor, Minnie Geiger mini Mini geiger in 1993 oh. herbert w gilbert leased the hotel and changed his name to the gilbert hotel which closed in september 1945 so we changed hands a lot again oh boy 14 hands. 14 hands what Coming are we at, now? We're at three or four now yeah um so it reopened again so it closed in september 1945 it opened again in 1946 after extensive renovations this time under the name the marshall hotel It said when their 10-year lease ran out in 56, the owner decided it cost too much to bring the building up to standards required by Georgia's fire codes. The hotel closed and many thought it would be the last time, but the Marshall House underwent extensive renovations in 99 and reopened its doors once again as a public luxury hotel. It says otherworldly stories persist about the property. Before the hotel reopened in August of 99, the staff reported strange odors and something that they could only describe as, quote, bad vibes from rooms 214, 314, and 414. So, okay. Uh, keep that in mind and let me know if it's relevant. Uh, many different types of deodorizers were used to no avail, and even an ozone machine was tried to remove the odor without success. Finally, the staff tried something drastic: group prayer. Oh, <laughs> most drastic of all, Let pray us about it. Pray, yeah. Um, this worked nearly immediately in rooms two fourteen and three fourteen, but four fourteen was different. That particular room had an aura and odor so oppressive that the staff members could not stay in the room long enough to pray. Finally, housekeeping management fixed an- on a unique solution. A radio tuned to a gospel station was placed in the room with the volume turned up. This apparently worked, since both the odor and strange medicine vibes have not been experienced since. Which room was that in? 414. Do they still play gospel music in there? No. I mean, it's just like piano, just casual. Yeah. And it'll say at some point, I can't remember when it comes up, but it says something like they still have to clean that, like they still feel like the odor comes back. Or something comes back, and they can't be in that room cleaning. Like, no one can stay in the room long enough to clean it or to take care of it unless there's, like, gospel music playing.
0: Oh, my gosh. I know,
1: right? Only in Georgia. Right. <laughs> um, Man, you have no idea. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't have any idea. I don't.
0: Georgia's still, don't get me wrong, Georgia's cool. I go there multiple times a year for the mm-hmm. last couple of years, but... I always find something good to do, but, you you know, just, you know it's the South.
1: <laughs> it's a red state. I don't know. Let's, Let's just, just say it like it. that. Yeah. <laughs> you oh. think of that Southern hospitality. <laughs> um, so some staff members and guests alike have reported hearing the sound of a small child bouncing a ball up and down the upper hallways of the hotel. Many hotel guests have asked about the disembodied sound of the pitter-patter of children's feet in the halls or of a child laughing. Uh, A physician and his wife mentioned an encounter with something paranormal at checkout one morning. It seems the doctor had been awakened several times by a gentle tickling sensation on on his feet in the middle of the night. In his sleepy state, he was convinced that the comforter or the sheets were somehow responsible for the sensation of something lightly brushing his feet the last time it occurred he looked down to see a little girl tickling his feet she smiled and vanished oh, for God's <laughs> sake
0: <laughs> absolutely not
1: right no
0: Mm-mm. um it's already a little kid ghost but then they're tickling you like, right
1: a lot of what, what I read was kids ghosts like hearing kids playing kids laughing especially like the rubber ball bouncing every once that they can hear. Like, what sounds like a ball or marbles rolling down the hall, a ball bouncing down the hall. That was, like, Hmm. the prominent one. Okay. Um, Some have had the chilling sensation of awakening to feel a hand being pressed against their foreheads, exactly like someone was taking their temperature. Research turned up the fact that for a long time uh, during the war between the states— I don't know if we're talking Civil War here, maybe— the Marshall House was used by the Union Army as a hospital— Sherman's troops occupied the hotel and the union army turned it into a hospital until the war ended some six months later. Uh, perhaps the former medical staff at the Marshall houses fulfilling was fulfilling their duties to care for the occupants of the rooms, not realizing the conflict is long since over and people tucked into their beds at night are not in need of medical treatment. So like they're thinking the ghosts are still like, we're still at war, which like we kind of still are ghosts, but not here. I
0: can't think of what the phrase is called. Um, where they're stuck in like a time loop almost. Oh, they keep uh, doing the same purgatory. thing. purgatory. Over- well, no. not, no, there's an actual, like, uh, speaking in paranormal terms, there's a, f- a phrase or a term. I can't think of what it is exactly. But when they're stuck doing the same thing over and over shoot I'll have to someone's gonna tell me I'm sure but no
1: I I don't I'm not sure what it is I, I that sounds it's right, like but... even
0: after they like okay say there's a window on this wall but then they renovate and tear this wall out and now it's just a big a brick wall yeah you'll still see the ghost looking out that window but it looks like they're just staring at a wall because I don't
1: like the- I, 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 I well don't when you think like about that. it
0: if you think there used to be the window there right. so they're looking at what would be the window but it's gone but they continue to do it because they're stuck in whatever that's called and I can't can't think of it. Um, Dang it! I know. I I've heard know. other people use it. I listen to a couple other podcasts that talk about paranormal paranormal stories and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I know they've used the phrase before. And I just can't think yeah, of it. It's
1: I. I can't think of it either.
0: But it it's does fine. freak you out cuz you're like, "Oh my god, why is that ghost just walking through a wall? It's like, well, there used to be a door there." Or, "Why are they looking through the just looking at a wall? Well, there used to be a window there." Things like that.
1: Makes sense. Don't like it, but I still it makes Don't like sense. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It goes on to say, this link to being a medical facility would also explain the rumors that when the Marshall House underwent renovations in the late 90s, the workers made grisly discovery a grisly discovery in a downstairs room. It is said that some... This, okay, this is what I was talking about. It said that some floorboards had rotted and were in need of replacement. When they pried up the floorboards, they found human remains. Uh, uh, when the authority... And this is said it was in the late 90s when this happened, so... Okay. Um, when the authorities were called in, they treated it as if it were a crime scene, carefully cataloging the remains they were finding. The odd thing about it was that they were finding hands, feet, arms, and legs, nearly three dozen in all. Yeah. Later, oh. Yeah. Well, it Just makes chillin'. sense. It makes sense here in a second. It says later tests revealed that the body parts dated from the Civil War era, thus confirming the Union Army connection. So if it was a hospital. If it was during the Civil War amputations, mm-hmm. they were probably just throwing. I mean, what do you do with the arms and the legs and the stuff when you're. Yeah, they're just like. Oh, mm-hmm. Tossing the <laughs> pile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the downstairs was reputedly used as a surgery. I, not as a sir it should say as a surgical room uh, and a number of amputations were said to have been performed in that room a surgical procedure such as removal of a gangrenous limb was performed very differently than it is today anesthesia was in short supply what i said i can't imagine i know right just a little bit different Uh, anesthesia was in short supply. The unfortunate soldier was often given a small amount of liquor held down by a strong male nurse, and then the offending limb was savagely sawed off. I feel like they were also given, like, leather to bite or something, but...
0: Yeah, something to bite down. They give him a shot, and they're just like, well, here you go. Here you
1: go, yep. Uh, doctors are nicknamed sawbones even today because of this gruesome practice. We were just talking about chainsaws. Yeah, I Google
0: never- uh, why oh chainsaws were created. Yeah,
1: go ahead and do that and just squirm. <laughs> and then Google why cornflakes
0: corn fle- corn flakes were invented. <laughs> uh, it's
1: stupid. It's <laughs> dumb. But like, it's good stuff. Yikes if that's true about the chainsaw thing. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, well, uh, the average amputation took several minutes. I- well, I mean i feel like that what's several minutes in the eye of the beholder like several minutes to me is like seven minutes <laughs> like maybe because it's like 15 20 minutes that's okay, like that sick. would take that's a lot of that minutes. would be the absolute worst like let me take a break okay now let's keep 10 sawing. to 15 i'll say yeah. 15. Doctors placed a lead bullet. There it is. Doctors placed a lead bullet between the teeth of the soldier receiving the amputation, giving the poor soul something to bite on during the crude procedures. That what? makes my teeth That's... hurt. Holy heck. I'd like rather bite of, on leather. The thought of, like, chewing on raw Oh, God. I can't even say it. Mm. Y'all, you know, mm, do you ever get the weird sensation? Like, you can feel something just by thinking... Have you ever been chewing and you accidentally, like, on... squeak oh. your teeth?
0: Oh, Lord. Like,
1: I would. Literally... I feel so gross right now, chewing on rocks.
0: Ugh. We're both just like. Oh,
1: man, I'm giving myself oh, goosebumps. Do you see this? <laughs> I hate it. Ooh. Okay, well, don't chew on a lead bullet. Give him a piece of leather. Why? That doesn't seem
0: like. What if you slip and you just chomp down on That's your own? That's awful. Teeth? Ugh. Okay.
1: Anyway, with that Phew. with that origin, it is any wonder what the saying means doing something very much against one's will. Let me. Re- what?
0: oh you know what i thought of i'm sorry this is what? totally random um talking about bite the bullet the phrase bite the bullet
1: oh i wonder if that's where that comes oh, from No, it's because i skipped a sentence and that makes a lot of sense it says this gives rise to the phrase bite the bullet oh okay. with that origin is it any wonder that the saying means doing something very much against one's will look makes at me sense wow i hate that
0: well now i hate it i'll never say that again
1: yeah uh, with the severed limbs quickly piling up, the Union soldier, soldiers allegedly found a quick and easy way to be rid of, rid of the leftover body parts. They pulled up floorboards and tossed the severed body parts under the floor. I feel like there were so many other ways you could have done that. But that, that you, y'all had to know that was going to stink eventually. Yeah. But, well, I mean, it's on
0: short notice.
1: Whatever. There were several groupings of limbs, presumably because the surgeons would bury each day's amputation in a bundle together. There, those body parts remained until 1999. The Union soldiers left Savannah a souvenir that wasn't found until 135 years later. What? To, it had to smell. I guess maybe, like, In that Savannah heat and Savannah humidity. Heat and like and oh, when, my God. I guess there were probably a lot of smells going on, but I'm just like, if there is no, I'm saying piles... like they should have
0: smelled it with the, just the heat and everything. Right. Like... If there's
1: piles of body parts down there and they're just like, well, oh, well, like, <sighs> mm mm so next it says here's where savannah's morbid sense of humor kicks in what better room to use as a night manager's office is that area of the marshall house haunted we really like to ask that question don't we uh huh that's three times "Ah, you betcha that's what it says you bet Uh, managers have complained of strange noises emanating in or around the office low moans and strange unexplained footsteps have been heard one manager saw saw a shadowy figure pass by the open door to the office and this happened at a time that he was supposedly alone the man was wearing a heavy dark blue over coat he also claimed that there was one other odd thing about the man that he saw the fact that he only had one arm the Ah. union soldier has been seen on numerous occasions because they probably wore that was probably like pea coat i don't know if they had those back then whatever just like the could just be their like issued coat yeah thank you um so when the human remains were removed from the office it is said that the strange noises immediately started the ghosts apparently miss their severed limbs and have begun to, oh. to search for them. Oh, no. Uh, one can only suppose that the Marshall House charged those Union soldiers an arm and a leg for their stay. Oh, my me? God. How? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's... Who wrote this? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, we already did that. Perry Mason. We already did. I know. I will quote Clue until the day I die, and I don't care. At this rate, it's going to be every single episode. (laughs) It is never not relevant. Yeah, that's awful. Who did this? I guess that's the sixth sense of humor they were talking about. But yeah, so, and it's weird that, like, I feel like ghosts would have been there. while the limbs were there but i suppose it also makes sense that it's like where'd my arm go and now whatever now they're looking for it (laughs) right so lastly this last chunk of information that i got comes from ghostcitytours.com uh so not affiliated with savannah at all but it's going to cover a bit of the same stuff but this one i like because it This is the site that had a lot of personal experiences (laughs) um, from guests and what have you. uh, Quotes from, or like, whatever, statements taken from people who have worked there or whatever. Yes. So this website covered a lot of the same stuff that we've already talked about. Um, So I might reiterate a little bit, but uh, I do want to tell the stories that, this had so because so this is where i can judge megan's facial expressions and i will see if what they experienced is what she experienced and we'll go from there so uh, the quick little synopsis it gives before is sort of what we have already heard the marshall house is well aware of their reputation for paranormal paranormal activity eerie ghostly occurrences including faucets that turn on and off lights that inexplicably flicker flicker Electronic items powering themselves, toilets suddenly overflowing for no apparent reason, and disembodied voices that echo throughout the halls. On the fourth floor in the hallway, loud noises are known to take place during the early morning hours, like the thundering of a heavy heavy object crashing to the ground. Also, doorknobs to the rooms tend to wiggle as if someone is attempting to enter the room. I'm not sure of the exact intentions of this impolite ghost hat the exact intentions this impolite ghost has, but it's a safe bet that it's not the kind of room service you would want. Ha ha ha. Good <sighs> jokes. We've got jokes. So one guest recalled, quote, a room to be wary of 306. The loud hall noises in the middle of the night happen on the fourth floor where we just happened to be staying. I've lived in many haunted houses, but Marshall house creeped me out completely. Uh, I loved it there, but I could not rest. Yes, it was old and noisy, but there's way more going on there than meets the eye. I know others have experienced things too. There is also a ghostly cat, but I never, I've never i never seen it myself. I know this is a direct quote, but their grammar is awful and I'm fixing it as I go. Oh. Um, there happened to be another hotel guest who said she did, aka saw the cat, but what else can you really expect from a city built on top of dead bodies? So, I mean, like, rip. yeah, she's got a point. Uh, A portrait of Mary Marshall painted in 1830 by artist Peter Lawrence proudly hangs behind the front desk in the hotel's lobby. One day, a young girl was staying in the hotel with her father and pointed to the picture of Mary Marshall and told her father that she had seen that lady in the hallway. While we don't know exactly what the father said, you can imagine his surprise when his young daughter told him she'd seen a ghost of a woman who's been dead for decades. Perhaps they didn't stay at the Marshall house for too much longer. Silly. Uh. Silly. Guests have also reported hearing the distinct sound of an old-fashioned typewriter coming from the former room of author Joel Chandler Harris, who is best known for his collection of Uncle Remus stories. Sorry, don't don't know an Uncle Remus. Do you, English major?
0: Uncle Remus, you'd have to look it up. It's stories like Old South stories. Uncle Remus, um, you'd just have to look it up. I don't want to misspeak of it, but <laughs>
1: that's fine so it's just saying is is the ghost of joel chandler harris still there typing away about the stories others tell of a dapper gentleman reading a book by a window a lady in white flowing through the hallways another ghostly woman who haunts the ladies restroom and on occasion she will lock the stall all right so i promise i promise we're getting there but this now we're getting into like some serious recollections um Okay, so if you remember me mentioning earlier how I was like, you, you'll hear marbles and balls bouncing and things like that. I don't know. This whole section is called The Ghostly Children of the Marshall House, and I, I feel like that's what I've read the most, is there's a lot of kid ghosts, which that or the Union soldiers, um, but really what I read more about was the kids, and like we've talked about before in past episodes, I feel like the spirits, the spirit of children are more active, more prevalent because they were more, like, contradictory. Contradictively, full of life. Like yeah. when they passed, they they were very, you know, jubilant, and mm-hmm. they had a lot of life in them. So I feel like that's why their spirits are so. I don't
0: know why there's so many kid ghosts there.
1: No, I know. I, I don't. I don't know. I, huh? Because I feel like in all of this talk of, because we know why the Union soldiers are there, that makes sense, right? But the kids, there's really no.
0: Reason why?
1: Other than I mean, we could impl- imply that they were the children of these soldiers or of the nurses who had to care for the soldiers, and maybe like they were catching whatever, like maybe were they coming were in.
0: living nurses with their families, and so they their family stayed with them. Or since it was built as a hotel and then briefly used to hold military, mm-hmm. maybe they're like, "Uh, you can stay here, bring your family." And yeah. we'll just figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know That's why there are so many guess. kids. It's a little weird. So yeah, like I mentioned earlier, you'll hear sounds of marbles and rubber balls bouncing and rolling down the hallways. Uh, but if you take a peek in the hallway, you most likely won't see anything. No kids, no balls, no marbles, leaving you wondering if you imagine the entire thing completely. We get that. So. <laughs> A guest named Christopher recalls, quote, My fiancé and I stayed at the Marshall House for one night over the summer. At the time, we didn't know its history and just saw that it was a cool hotel for a pretty inexpensive price point on Expedia. That night, laying in bed and watching TV, we heard what we assumed were families out in the hall. It sounded like... Uh, a lot like children running around and people talking very loudly, which was odd for 12 a.m. However, when I looked, there wasn't anyone there. We heard the same sounds intermittently until we fell asleep. I wouldn't call the experience scary, just weird. So, like, that one's a little mundane. Sounds like a skeptic. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... Which, they're out there, and it's fine. Yeah. There's an infamous story about a mother and a son who stayed at the Marshall House Hotel. This one's... A, so, I feel like as we get into these experiences. They get a little more spooky. Um, the boy's mother was in the bedroom and her son was in the bathroom playing and talking to himself. Presumably (laughs) her son then came out of the bathroom crying and she asked him what was wrong. And he replied, the boy bit me confused. She asked what boy. And then he said the one I was playing with in the bathroom. The boy's mother quickly went to look in the bathroom and didn't see the boy of whom her son spoke, but when she looked at her son's arm she found that there was a bite mark. All the color immediately washed away from her face. She later found out that this was not the first case of strange bites in the Marshall House. There have been other guests who have been inflicted with a child-sized bite mark that was done with so much force that each time... A bruise was left, and each time the bite mark was on a spot of the body that would have been impossible to reach unless said person was a contortionist. Oh, no. Yeah, no, she said, like, there was a visible bite mark and bruising. But, and, I, which, that was on his, did she say it was on his arm? Yeah, it was on his arm. So, like, unless it was in a weird spot, like, his tricep, like, he could bite his arm. But, with other people saying that they've seen it happen... This is very scary. (laughs) (laughs) So they touch base a little bit more on the Civil War um, spirits that are there. So I'll just highlight some of the differences here, which is apparently guests say that they have seen um, a departed soul in the hotel lobby with his missing arm in hand, pleading with the guests to help him find a surgeon. Mm. Like just real casual. And then some guests have even made complaints of an awful odor, which is funny because did it not say before that once they cleaned up the floorboard, like got all the stuff out of the floorboards, cleaned it up or whatever, played the gospel music really loud, it has since not smelled. Yeah. This is contradictive. So this says, some guests have even made complaints of an awful odor, what seemed to smell like rotting flesh. One source gave this account, quote, when they were first renovating the hotel and opening it in 1999, three rooms had foul smells and bad vibes, so overpowering that staff were, staff and workers could not stay in them long enough to do anything. The same rooms, thir- uh, 214, 314, 414, 414 being the worst. Uh, they tried every deodorizer they could, blah, blah, blah. We already said this. Staff said to play gospel music. Um, and that was the only thing that kept the vibes and the odor at bay. Uh, at the site of the old operating room, guests have seen doctors treating soldiers who have been recently brought in from battlefields. Some have made claims that they felt a presence holding onto their wrist as a nurse would do to feel for someone's pulse. So, and that kind of adds up with the whole, like, also feeling a hand on your forehead, checking your temperature. Yeah. Um, another guest described a sh- seeing a shadowy man dressed like a Civil War soldier. With him was a small boy who shouted at her, get out of my room understandably in fright she grabbed her suitcase leaving as quickly as she arrived Hmm. yeah and then finally it ends with it says because personal paranormal accounts are undeniably the best we've gathered a few of our favorites and listed them here the first one says quote we recently spent several nights at the marshall house and had a couple of experiences unexplained noises and smells in our room and outside in the hallway which brought about some unsettling eerie feelings we were told the floor and room was haunted our room was on the second floor with a courtyard view we too heard the marble rolling sound and hubby swears he was awakened i'm mad but this is a quote so it's fine Uh, and hubby swears he was awakened by what sounded like a child giggling in the sitting area, but when he turned on the light, nothing was there, and he just figured that perhaps he was just dreaming. We really enjoyed our stay, but there was an overall sense of spookiness, and it was as though they were- were, we were waiting for something to happen or appear, probably mostly due to all the hype. So, I guess that's true, you go in with a preconceived notion about something, so you like expect it to happen, if you're one of those people, or you're a skeptic, or whatever. Second to last one says, quote, I never got much sleep while we were there and I always felt very uneasily, utterly creeped out. He also heard the ball rolling, the ball bouncing, marbles rolling. Um, also said that there was a very loud crash in the hall at 3 a.m., almost like a body falling and hitting the floor and no one was out there. Which that's a really specific... Like, that's a really specific way to explain a sound, I guess.
0: I mean, unless they mean, like, somebody tripping and falling, because there's no, like, large light fixtures or anything. like. Otherwise, you'd hear glass smashing, so... Right. I guess guess that's
1: true. Just a thud. Like, a loud thud. Uh, We also heard what sounded like walking around on the floor above us, but there is only the roof. Also very unnerving feeling of being touched while in bed at night. I was completely awake uh, and was touched on the inside of my lower leg and ankle and buttock area so we're getting handsy over here with these ghosts Mm. this made me nearly jump out of my bed more than once on the last night we stayed there we noticed a strange smell in the room in the bathroom that we could not find a source for it was almost like burned flesh smelled with uh, smelled a burned flesh smell combined with a slight sewery odor (sighs) i'll read this last one and then i'll tell you my thoughts on that Uh, The last one says, quote, stayed here for two nights in a superior king room. Bed was very comfy and breakfast good, though the coffee wasn't great. Uh, Neil, the concierge, is a little treasure, recommending places to eat and booking our trolley tour for us. I have to say that I was worried about the ghostly activity mentioned in some previous reports. I'm a scaredy cat, but my other half was excited about something unexplained happening. The first night we slept right through. The second night I was awoken from a deep sleep by a loud whirring sound right by my ear. If it Uh, It even made my hair move. We could then hear what sounded like drums from a marching band for a while before it faded and we went back to sleep. Bizarre. Strangely, this hasn't put me off returning to the hotel. Savannah's beautiful. The end. The sightings are endless and supernaturally unexplainable. I don't like, I don't know, personal experiences are really important to me. I mean, that's why we're here. We're telling our personal experiences and hopefully all of you take it into consideration and don't just poo poo it or what have you. But for some reason, I don't like that second description that was like, it sounded like a body hitting the floor and then it sounded like, it smelled like rotting flesh and they were using very pointed examples of what would be exactly what supposedly happened in the hotel. So I find, I hate to say it, whoever number two was, but I, I'm a little annoyed by that description because it's like, how can I make this sound as ghostly as possible? You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me. So If lot- they knew
0: about it before going in.
1: Right. Which I feel like I would almost guarantee anybody going there now would know. I mean, I don't know how it was there, but I assume it's highlighted pretty heavily that that is a haunted hotel.
0: Not really. Oh, they don't have really? a lot of things within the hotel itself saying that it's haunted.
1: Okay. Well, that was Actually, a lot of information. not
0: like any. <laughs>
1: <sighs> that was a lot of information. My bad, y'all. All hopefully it wasn't too boring it's just I there's just so much and that was me just like picking and choosing from three websites so I mean for a hotel that was built in 1851 there's going to be a lot of history so so yeah that is what I found I have no idea if it's relevant to the visit or if it's anything like what happened to you but that's what I found that's what I got and I am interested to know because your face throughout tells me there were some reoccurring Instances in those explanations, mm-hmm. uh, but some weird ones that kept popping up, cropping up that weren't really to me relevant to the history of the hotel. So I'm interested. I'm interested to hear what happened she hasn't told me anything guys by the way i've heard nothing i have not i kept it to myself so i'm gonna kick back and keep i didn't even tell you wine. about
0: the mundane just daytime no stuff. like going I, to the cat cafe
1: like yeah i didn't know about the cat cafe i think she might have told me about the dessert better bar. Than better Sets. than sex <laughs> it's better than sex that's what <laughs> i wanted to say
0: earlier. um yeah the cat cafe it's pounce cat cafe of and wine it bar oh
1: god dang it so it they really, really just good. hit it they really hit it. home run there yeah and it's either right
0: next to it's near better than sex we also went to a an arcade like with cabinets and everything like pinball machines and ski ball, and was all it that was like an arcade
1: stuff. bar yes okay because there's a really cool one in broad ripple that i used yeah. to go to oh broad ripple and downtown they're both very fun would recommend I don't
0: remember what the one in Savannah was called, but
1: it was really fun. Um, I would 100%
0: suggest going to Savannah. Just the year before I went to Georgia, and I actually went to Tybee Island, and that's outside of Savannah, and I drove through Savannah and thinking like, oh, man, we got to find a reason to come into town or stop or something, and uh, we didn't. I was pretty disappointed. So this time around, got it. sealed that up
1: and completely unrelated megan has told me there's a there's a minor league baseball team there speaking of hitting it out of the park with that cat cafe
0: yeah there there's two there's two um, baseball teams there um one of them, is, well, in Savannah, I guess there's one. It's the Savannah Bananas.
1: I don't know. I just we, think it's so dumb. And all I imagine is like the bananas in pajamas playing baseball. That's exactly what I picture.
0: We stopped in another town, um, Macon, Georgia, <laughs> and they have the Macon Bacon baseball team, and they also have the Macon Eggs. Are you serious? I'm not I didn't kidding. Know about
1: making eggs, I knew about making bacon though. <laughs> making
0: bacon, making eggs, and Savannah bananas, and they have a lot of Savannah banana stuff <laughs> in there. <laughs>
1: it's so like I mean I guess have fun with it. I guess I don't know. Does yeah, this have anything actually- to do with anything? No. no, but I just think it's funny. <laughs> no, this, Georgia's just an old state with a
0: ton of like cool little things here and there in history, but the problem is it's also a big state, so there's a ton to see. Um, I've been there like almost twice a year the last three or four years, and I don't normally do the same thing twice. So that lets you know, and I'm there for like a week at a time.
1: I just hang out in Indiana. (laughs) That is all I do, folks. So I haven't had a vacation in so long. Oh, but it's coming. I, it's coming. Let's pray.
0: All right. So, the Marshall House. I also knew nothing of it going in, and I didn't read a ton of history. I read some. Um, there were a couple things I knew, but most of that I did not know. Uh, we went. John and I went with our two friends from Georgia, and actually, when we were booking the place it was kind of last minute and she had picked the rooms or my friend did she picked the rooms and she went to hit book and it said like something went wrong so she refreshed her page and it went from like there were only six rooms left in the whole hotel available when she refreshed there were two yikes and she was like ah So she hurried and just booked them, and thankfully it was enough, like, it was two. Unfortunately, they were on two different floors, but they were both, like, queen-size beds, and it's enough. It's what we needed. Yeah. So, booked that up. Um, Booked a room on the second floor and on the fourth floor.
1: Oh. Not
0: knowing anything about it. Okay. So, we... uh, We didn't decide on who got what room until we got there and they were gracious enough and we had heard the only thing we really read is that the fourth floor was supposedly the most haunted right so they're like well since it's your birthday (laughs) you can stay on the fourth floor and I was like oh good I'm glad (laughs) thanks uh so John and I take the elevator up, and we get to the fourth floor, and we walk out, and there's a woman there talking to one of the employees, and I don't know, it sounded like she was complaining about something. I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad. And I we're like looking down the hallway, and we're like, where is our room? And so John asks the guy, he's like, hey, where's this room number at? And he goes, oh, it's just down that hall, and then around the corner, and I'm going to show you pictures, and I'll probably post pictures online. I will post pictures online uh, of where our room was, but you have your classic hotel hallway where it's just rooms this way, rooms that way. Right. But then if you look, there was like this little hallway that disappeared into nothing,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and back in that hallway, there was one room on this side and one on this side. And that's it. And it was back in its own corner. That's where we were.
1: Of course. Of course you
0: were. Um, and so he pointed the way and the woman like stopped talking to the employee and she goes, oh, you're one in, in one of the most haunted rooms. Good luck. And we said, okay. okay. <laughs> now I'll tell you, I came to find out later. She said we were in the most haunted room and I got excited. Mm-hmm. No, I was not. Um, I was in 402.
1: Yeah, 414
0: was supposedly the most haunted. Yeah,
1: 414 also said something about 306.
0: Which I didn't hear anything about the third floor, really, like haunted rooms. What I was told is the fourth floor, especially room 414. And we got in 402. And that woman definitely gave me like a false sense of hope. She's like, you're in the most haunted room. And I said, oh. Neat. (laughs) Um, So we go back to our room. And I can't help but notice we have a plaque outside of our door. And as I walk down... One of the floors I can't—I want to say it is the third floor. Has it? They—they advertise it as like a mini museum, I guess, where you can see different pictures and artifacts, uh, from around Savannah and around like in the Marshall Hotel things they found and stuff like that. And I noticed not every bedroom had a plaque. Actually, not many of them didn't have plaques, but ours did. So. The room we were staying in, room 402, has a plaque outside of it, and everything inside decorating it is uh, commemorating Joel Chandler Harris.
1: Well, look at that, guys. Which you Uncle, brought up. <laughs> Uncle Remus.
0: Yeah, author. and also he wrote, if you're wondering, he was a journalist and an author. Mm-hmm. He wrote uh, over nearly 200 Uncle Remus sketches. Um introducing Americans to brer rabbit if that sounds familiar yes it does brer fox okay and um it gave a narrative this is on the plaque outside i'm kind of just picking little bits out it's a, a narrative glimpse into the spirit of the old south so additionally he authored 35 books emphasizing georgia's history and culture Uh, Although many readers may have conflicting views about his work, most believe his literary art form brings people together by offering a reflection and illustration of the century, state, and culture in which Harris lived. And he lived between 1848 to 1908. Okay. So it gives you a turn-of-the-century kind of thing. So some people today may find it offensive, even racist, but, Mm -hmm. I mean... Depends on how you view it, I guess. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it was culturally appropriate. Th- at I was going to say,
1: obviously, very different times. That was uh, over 100 years ago.
0: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so first, I also found it really um, the significance of the room. My last name is Harris. So I was like, huh, look at that. I had no idea that's what it was. It just, we show up and we're in, in Joel Chandler Harris's room and I'm a Harris. And I'm like, oh, good. Um, so the first thing we do when we get there is we do not hang out at the hotel because it's Savannah. Hello. We get there during the daytime. Just
1: drop off your stuff and go. Yeah. You just yeah. drop
0: off bags. Um, take a look around. We explored downtown Georgia or excuse, downtown Savannah, mm-hmm. the area and didn't do a whole lot. Uh, not that I can remember and not that it's super important, but, um, um, Surprise, walking around Savannah in 80 degree weather, you get sweaty and gross. So we all get back to the hotel and we're like, shower time and uh, take a quick shower, get cleaned up, get cool off. And I think we like go out to dinner or something. I don't remember. That may have been the night of my birthday. That might have been when we went to Better Than Sex. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we come back. A second time now, uh, after going out, leaving the hotel and exploring a little bit. And we get back, and I, I was anticipating something spooky, because I knew it was supposed to be. Right. And so far, nothing. And John gets a text from one of our friends. They're staying on the second floor. And they... Now, there's two of them, okay? There's two, two of our friends staying in this room together, so I don't know if... If you had someone else in a room with you, I feel like they could be hold you accountable for things they hear or see. Like, oh, you forgot this. You left the light on. Whatever. You know, something. They said they got back to the hotel and when they got in their room, the shower was on. Okay. Now, you had mentioned, if you recall in your research, that faucets would turn on by themselves. Yes. So, I mean, would... How do you not notice the shower? on? You know, it's like, it's one of those things where, yeah, maybe you could walk out and accidentally leave the lamp on or the light on, but to leave the shower running, really?
1: Right. And this is silly, but like, how up to date is the plumbing there? Because is it like, how do you turn the shower on? Because not only did the faucet get turned on, but then it had to have like pulled the thing, did whatever it had to do to make it from bath water to the shower head.
0: Yeah, it's a, st- ours, it, I don't know if I saw what their bathroom looked like. Ours was just a standing shower. There was not a bathtub. Okay. It was just a standing shower. Um, but just standard faucet, like hand, shower handle, faucet, thing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, forever to get hot. Like <laughs> I was like, I don't think we have hot water. After like a couple of minutes, I was convinced we had no hot water. But, and it is an old building now. So the shower was one thing. They're like, it's on. I'm like mm, I don't know. okay, so that's kind of interesting that you talk about leaving the the faucets on, or that faucets will randomly turn on. I guess the building itself is old. The floors it's like half wood, half concrete, super creaky. Okay. Um, I wish I could. Ex- I don't know. It's just a, a very old building. It every step you take, it's right,
1: on the right. floors. Are the floors warped from? feet or anything
0: kind of yeah they've got almost uh like a wave I took a picture of it and I may I'll bring it up now while I'm talking and then of course I'll post it on the website um when we when it becomes available but here you can see it in the
1: oh oh yeah it's like a wave it's so that's the
0: hallway pointing the opposite direction of where our room is when you turn around our room is okay so you're facing that way if you turn totally around there's like a teeny tiny hallway and then a doorway
1: mhm
0: our room's back there that's weird
1: okay by itself yeah
0: that's Joel Chan and then there's the stairwell right outside our door yeah so um and actually outside the the room as well is Joel's family tree okay so I'm interested in looking into some of the people on here just because of, well, some of the things I'll tell you about. Okay. So after the whole water incident, we didn't go to bed right away. I think we all met downstairs in the lobby and actually played some board games and hung out. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we went upstairs, in for the night. Um, still nothing had happened at this point. And I was like, man, what a bummer, you know? We're only here for two nights, so night one is kind of a bust at this point. Yeah. I go to sleep. Uh, John passes out right away. He can sleep literally through anything. The year before we went to Tybee Island, we came down during tropical storm season, and John slept through an entire tropical storm. I thought we were going to have to evacuate, and he slept through it. My phone alarm went off the sirens outside somewhere went off. I feel like I remember you
1: telling mm-hmm. me this.
0: Yeah. And mom must've been watching the the weather because she texted me and said, are you okay? And as soon as she said that, I heard the sirens outside going off and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I thought our Airbnb hostess was going to be like, we got to go to the basement. And I was going to freak out. John slept through the entire thing. He has, he didn't even know what was going on. Good. So anyway, we get to our room here at the Marshall house and John passes out immediately. I've never been quick to fall asleep. Anyway, I kind of toss and turn, but eventually, at some point, I have—I must have fallen asleep. I don't know what time it was, and I don't know when it happened, but I woke up in the middle of the night, um, in the middle of throwing up.
1: Oh! And
0: I did not drink the this night. I did not partake in the wine tasting when we went to Better Than Sex. I didn't drink anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had the dessert. I didn't have any alcohol whatsoever. Um, yeah, my eating was poor, but it's been poor for a couple months. Let's be honest. Whatever. So, um, I woke up in (laughs) in the middle of gagging like I was throwing up and all I could taste was blood. Nope. So, Mm -mm. so much so that I ran to the bathroom and I like, I was hugging the toilet because I thought I was going to throw up. I didn't, but the sensation was so powerful that I, I felt like I woke up because I was throwing up. Yeah. Um, And I didn't trust myself, so I actually took the little trash can and put it next to the bed because I was scared to death I was going... But the sensation went away almost as soon as I laid down. It was gone. Okay. So I was like, weird. (sighs) Then the second night, we don't spend a lot of the time in the hotel because
1: again there's you can't
0: i mean yeah i know there's haunted it's supposedly haunted things are supposed to happen but i'm not going to spend all day in a hotel
1: and just wait it out all right
0: so during the day we we go back out and we explore the town and we do things um we come back that second evening and we had made a stop either on our way to savannah or that during the day no it was definitely on the way there um we made a stop and purchased a Ouija board because why wouldn't we
1: did you, you haven't told me that I haven't seen this have I it's not mine oh, it's okay. theirs they our like, friends dang, bought it like you really kept some secrets
0: no I I didn't buy another one <laughs> um, like we just did this so they bought a Ouija board I should say and we're like you know what let's do it <laughs> so since the fourth floor supposedly the most haunted, we set up shop in our room. Of course, you did <laughs> right on our bed, and I'm feeling w- great about all of it. Yeah. Did you drink this time? That night, the only thing I had was the complimentary glass of wine. Okay. So I mean, it's about three times less than what I drank while you told the history.
1: <laughs> if right? you want to know how much I drank, I was going I looked over. I was like, "Wow, that bottle is a lot lower than." Um, I just keep on. Keep on keeping on. Topping her off. <laughs> so, I know. I am warm in the face and I have not had as much as you. So, I'm like. so
0: warm. Yes. am <laughs> So, uh, I just had a tasty Like, we're talking three to four ounces of wine. At, and that is probably generous. Yeah. Of red wine. So then we go up to the room. We spend some time in the lobby again, hanging out. Uh, getting ready for bed and then we all convene up in our room on the fourth floor room 402 okay um, get out the Ouija board and I happen to have some crystals on me because of course I do why don't I <laughs> so I even just for some type of protection we also bought a white candle okay. um, we lit the white candle and set it in the room we didn't do anything like passed around or anything like that but just sat it down and Maybe we did. I don't remember, but we had the candle, you know, good intentions, all that. I had um, clear quartz and, shoot, uh, blue obsidian, which I had never seen before. I bought it at a store in Conyers, Georgia.
1: Okay. Um,
0: it's really pretty. I'll have to show it to you. And I think I also had citrine. So blue obsidian is supposed to help with communication. So I was okay. like, well, okay, they, here it makes we go. Sense. Mm. Yeah. So... I went ahead and put that out there. And if you're wondering, Citrine is supposed to be like good vibes. Yeah. Um, I'm more familiar with that one. And then clear quartz is just to amplify. Mm -hmm. So had that surrounding the board. Uh, So the four of us start using this board. And of course, I've used a Ouija board several times. I don't think our friends had before, really. And honestly, I don't know if John ever had or has many times that's true, yeah. I don't recall him ever using it with us, so... Right, I guess that's true. I don't know. Um, now, even though I never used a Ouija board with any of these people, one of them being my husband, um, I felt fine about it. Like, I say I'm pretty particular about who I use the board with just because you don't want people who are going to... Manipulate. Yes, and lie and things like that. So, as we're using the board, we start to get communication... Pretty quickly. Uh, We ask if someone is there. And it says yes. And eventually after a couple of questions. I can't remember all of the tiny details you know. Yeah. Just the specific the ones that stood out I guess. Mm -hmm. So what we found out is that we were talking to a young girl. Um, We asked her to spell her name and she could not. Which we talked about in the last episode. It's either not that they're illiterate but. I mean, you got to think they're using all this energy to spell what they can. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, that's why yes and no is a lot easier. Whereas if you ask them to spell stuff, they probably can't or it's misspelled. Yeah. So we asked her to spell her name. It was kind of intelligible, but it kept starting with G. Okay. So we just called her Miss G. Okay. That's all we got. Um, we found out she was 14 years old. And that's why when you said there's a lot of kid ghosts... I still don't understand why, but we talked to, of all the people we could have spoken to, especially, I was thinking, with the Civil War, with the Union soldiers, surely we were going to get an older, a soldier, and we got a 14-year-old girl, and I was like, that's really strange. Yeah,
1: nothing that I read, I read a lot, and I read a lot to you, but nothing said, like, oh, all these kids died here.
0: Yeah, so... We are talking to a 14-year-old girl. Her name is Miss G. Um, we asked her, um, did you die here? And she said, yes. And we said, were you sick? And she said, no. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe yellow fever. Yeah. Yeah, um, that, yeah. And she said, no. And we asked, were you hurt? And she said, Yes and we said by a man and she said yes now i don't remember the question we asked or when it happened but while we were asking the question i'm telling you i know you'll believe me but i feel like i have to press preface to our listeners That's you guys right. have to believe me when we asked the question in the corner of the room there is a wardrobe a really big wooden wardrobe yeah um a little girl's voice couldn't understand what it said but she kind of moaned or mumbled when we were asking her were you hurt was it a man you heard a little girl's voice in the corner of the room and I wish I have Mm -mm. cold chills (laughs) I wish I was making like I don't I don't know I don't know if I
1: was it a moan as in she didn't have the energy to say anything intelligible or was it like a pained moan i don't know
0: if it was pained i think she was honestly trying trying to to communicate out loud but it didn't make it it wasn't a word it was just a mumble well or a groan or something
1: i don't like it so (laughs) i don't
0: um and i wish i could remember the question we asked when it happened but like I was just staring in the corner and they kept going because I don't even think I was the one asking questions. I had stopped. I started to in the beginning and I just kind of gave up and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. I'm just focused on the corner of the room now. So she said she was hurt by a man and then she started to spell... She started to spell something bad, like murder or evil or something, a bad word. Yes. And we were like oh no i remember what it was because i got really scared and really nervous at first because it when we said were you hurt by a man she said yes we didn't even ask a question it started to spell something and it spelled r a oh that's what i was g e and it spelled rage rage. and we were like
1: that's like almost kind of scary not scarier but that's like eerie i honestly the, I, in my mind the whole time as soon as you're like a man i'm like okay well here the f we go that's what
0: and as soon as it said ra like my my stomach just dropped and i felt mm, sick yeah, I don't like that. but then it spelled rage and it spelled it correctly yes. and i was like okay well she had enough energy for that one yeah so we said are you mad at us and she said no and then she spelled n without asking again without being prompted she spelled n-i-s-e nice and we said do you think we're nice and she said yes okay and we said well, Phew.
1: I know that like good. makes me feel a little better i feel like i would be a little relieved in the moment
0: right and we said well good because we kept when she spelled rage we're like we didn't hurt you like we're sorry, whatever happened, but we didn't hurt you. And I was then like,
1: that—that's what would make me scared—is like this board's over here, like rage. Well, and then I had to sleep in this room.
0: <laughs> so then we asked her, "Are you mad at us?" And you know, yeah. she
1: no. confirmed,
0: "No," that she thought we were nice. And we're like, "Okay, yeah. good." Um, and eventually, we she started to get really
1: Erratic? unintelligible oh, yeah. and not
0: really um, answering much anymore except yes or no and then we said you know we asked her to leave and we thanked her and stuff and eventually it was weird we asked her to go to goodbye or like to say you know we're leaving goodbye and the planchette moved like all the way into the middle of the board but then it just stopped and we could not get it to move Mm -hmm. I said just so we know like can you please tell us goodbye so we know you've left and it didn't move anymore and we waited for quite some time just to make sure but it never moved again
1: right it's almost like she reset
0: yeah and like that's all the energy she had left because you could tell she was kind of running out of steam so yeah that happened on the ouija board um (laughs) the last thing it's not quite done yet okay uh we went to sleep that night. Somehow John is able to just pass out again. I'm like, you are not like, I'm still, I understand she didn't mean any harm to us, but I just kept thinking about that voice in the corner of the room. Yeah um in the other the opposite corner there was a chair and that one of our friends was sitting in when we were using the Ouija board and they had left it and it was pointed straight at our bed now like Uh, it's catty corner
1: I just don't I don't like any of the imagery I sat
0: and I just stared at that chair and I couldn't stop like I put I turned the tv on to something just mundane like I would at home just to make it feel more comfortable in the room yeah and I couldn't stop staring at that chair and I'm like I don't like the way the chair's looking at me <laughs> but i'm like i also don't want to get out of bed and turn it because i wanted to get up and just turn it so it wasn't facing me and i couldn't mm-hmm. and i was scared to death and finally um i jumped out of bed and like kicked it real quick so it wasn't facing the bed and i jumped <laughs> back in the bed and john didn't even wake up and i um i fell asleep okay i woke up again in the middle of the night
1: uh-huh
0: and the smell of vomit was so strong, I threw the sheets back because I thought John had thrown up in the bed. It was so over, I mean, if you've ever had a long night of drinking, and you've thrown up on yourself, or been around someone who's been like really drunk, and it smelled like alcohol vomit, Mm -hmm. if that, it wasn't just regular, oh, I ate something bad. No, it smelled like someone drank too much and threw up on themselves. Enough that I, I did, I, threw the blankets back so and i jumped out of bed because i thought one of us had thrown up in the bed yeah um and there was nothing and i kind of like wafted the sheets a little bit yeah and it's almost when i did that the smell just kind of like went away yes okay so that's both nights i stayed there the first night i woke up myself gagging and the second night it smelled like someone had thrown up in the bed okay so that morning we pack our stuff the second and final morning
1: I was waiting for you was the chair still kicked off to the side yes okay, the chair that's what
0: the chair didn't move don't <laughs> okay. be alarmed um packed our stuff up and we left and I wanted to ask some of the employees about because supposedly they say that the employees keep a a like almost a record of things that happened to them in the hotel
1: i guess yeah i mean i guess if you're in a haunted hotel
0: but while i was thinking about asking one of the employees i heard another person staying there ask an employee when we were sitting in the lobby she's like so i heard this place is haunted and i was like <laughs> like i turned sorry that's like I like turned my ear to the conversation because I'm like, oh, I want to hear that. And he goes, um, I've only worked here for like three months, so I mean, I haven't seen it. And I was like, oh, poo, poo oh, on well, you, let, dude. let me tell you, right. So I, I didn't ask, and I wish I would have. Um, but that was my
1: stay at the Marshall, Marshall House. So I think so. It is interesting stuff, but I'll say, I'm not, I'm not disappointed, but I'm also like. Why? That, like, a lot of the prominent things that I read had nothing to do with your encounters. No rubber balls bouncing, marbles rolling down the hallway. No kids laughing and playing. I
0: read about the kids. I heard about the kid ghost and hearing them play. It's an active hotel. And there were kids in the hotel staying, like, actual live children that I saw. Yeah. So, I... If I heard any kids, I probably, my brain may have dismissed it before I even had time to think about it because, yeah, there are kids in the hotel staying. Yeah. Surprise. So when I heard, oh, you'll hear kids running down the hall, I'm like, yeah, they're in a hotel. Yeah, why? <laughs> so, um, but the whole, the smell of vomit, f- waking up, feeling like I was going to throw up, almost, I almost contributed to maybe somebody was sick in the room, like during the yellow fever. Uh, maybe they housed somebody sick in that room. Um, I know I stayed in Joel Harris's room and they you mentioned you could hear typewriters and things like that. I don't recall mm-hmm. anything like that. Any
1: loud thuds?
0: Yeah. So one of the first things I did when we looked at that family tree outside of my door, I wanted to see if there was any 14-year-old girls yeah. that started with a G okay. or maybe a J. And I couldn't really, there weren't any okay so i don't think she has anything to do with joel chandler so yeah but overall that that's uh, i say that's it that was my stay at the marshall
1: house I mean, it still sounds pretty cool to me, so.
0: I don't know how you felt about it, but recalling all of it was kind of like, well, oh yeah, this happened. I don't know if
1: it's our twin intuition, but you explaining some of the things, like especially, I, I know maybe it sounds silly to other people, but you're like, I don't like the way that chair's looking at me. I 100% know that, I know what you're talking about, and I know how you felt in that moment, and I hate it.
0: Yeah, it. <laughs> Ugh, I don't know it was so uncomfortable and I wanted to wake John up and tell him to move it I'm like no I can't like I feel stupid waking him up you know
1: yeah I probably would woke him up I don't care uh, but no I I understand and feel what you were explaining and feeling uh and like I said maybe that's just a twin thing but yeah it's it's. You know, <sighs> Because part of me wants to be like, oh, it doesn't sound like a ton that happened, but like, it's that's still a lot that happened, and in the moment, it was probably weird as heck.
0: Yeah, Spooky. I wondered what your your thoughts and feelings would be on it, because it felt good. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, no, there, there were definitely parts of it that I'm like, I 100% get that, I know exactly how you felt in that moment, and there's other things that I'm like, I wish something bigger would have happened, but... I mean, some of the stories we've told up until this point, lesser things have happened that have stuck with me. So it's just, it's one of those, you have to be there. You have to be in the moment. And Mm -hmm. here you go, folks. The Marshall house is obviously a very public, open to the public building. Like you can go, you can go rent a room if you want to go south for the winter. Uh, And it rents up quick. Yeah. Yeah. This is a place where you can go and check it out yourself. I would eventually like to go down there and check it out myself. Um, Mm -hmm feel it out for yourself this is we made it
0: outside we made it far away from indiana so yeah. you welcome well one of us
1: i'll work on it uh-huh. <laughs> but no I, I i did like the story and i think there was some spooky parts that obviously the moon in the corner and i d- just don't like that chair which nothing happened with the chair but i get the vibe um yeah because it's after everyone had left after we had used the ouija board that chair was just stuck
0: pointed at the bed, and I was like, "Uh, uh uh-uh, no, ma'am. Nope. That's it. That's the story. (laughs) No, I liked it. I
1: think it was good.
0: Well, good. I'm glad. You guys should let me know how you liked it. Like, let us know how Kelsey did on her history. Yeah. (laughs) Let us know if you're you've ever been to savannah or anywhere near it because the whole of savannah they really like market that ghost thing there are so many ghost tours so many which i'm here for uh i didn't get to do one we tried to um and they were all booked up i didn't realize it's like oh next availability is three days from now it's like i'm only here for one more day right yeah it's um it's really cool. Definitely, if you're in around the
1: area, 100% check it out. I wonder then, how cool is it, Megan? Because we still have to rate it. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah, so so this is going to be an interesting rating. I don't know if it's, hopefully we can kind of pull this off, but each of us only has one half that's of the true, whole. yeah. So, I mean, let's try it. Let's see what we think. So, the first is the background and history, which I, maybe it should historical work out. Historical accuracy. Historical yeah. accuracy, because I've now heard what you said. we read, Are you listened to what I've read. So, I feel like... So, histo- is this historical accuracy in regards to... Um, see, we do this every time. There's always technicalities. Is this historical accuracy in regards to what you experienced, or is this historical accuracy tied to the current ghost story as it stands Does
0: uh I was just sense? going off my experience I don't want to based off of other people's stuff okay, cause I, I was guess
1: because I'll go ahead and say my thought was like if we were going with the latter then it's like oh well then it's really accurate because we know that it was used to house union soldiers mm-hmm. and do surgeries and stuff there so yeah that's all there but I guess it all boils down to the experience which is yours yeah um, but so. I think I know what I've got okay are you ready yeah Three, two, one, four. two. Four. What? I went with a four only because... That was, that's like the w- biggest gap. What in uh, the world?
0: No, I went with a four. I mean, I guess... No, there's no way for me to prove why the things that happened happened, but you talked about there's a lot of kid ghosts, and we supposedly talked to a little girl th- through the Ouija board. Um, we talk about housing union soldiers and sick during the yellow fever and mm-hmm. I woke up both nights extremely sick one night and then smelling like someone had gotten sick.
1: Okay. I hadn't made that connection. I guess that makes sense.
0: So the other things like part of your story, the kids running down the hall and the balls and stuff, um, hearing a loud crash. I, I don't know what else could cause that, but as far as the kids, I feel like I want to dismiss that entirely just because mm-hmm. especially with it being an act of a hotel, you're going to hear kids. Yeah. Um, but I stick with a four just because of those ex- those things I experienced. I guess, I guess. this
1: is how it's going to be weird. Because I, I really don't feel like budging from my two. It seems very, to me, grasping at straws as far as, like, your your experience compared to the histor- history. History. <laughs> yeah. I, that's why I'm saying, like,
0: I I feel like I'm making connections that aren't necessarily there. So maybe... <clears throat>
1: I'll drop it to a. We'll meet in the middle. Three, yeah. That that old, old Georgia, Georgia pine. pine and <laughs> that Georgia Pine's a three. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Three. I will come up to a three if you'll come down to a three. Okay, fair. three. Fair. Wait, yes. So next is believe no scare level. Scare level. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be hard for me. I have to go based off of my gut reaction to what you said. I there. It's I not don't. fair. It's not fair for me to give a score. So I. Okay. I can guess what you to say. I mean, you can say, tell but... me how
0: how scared you were in my telling of the story, I guess, but
1: yeah. Well, I'm not going to count it cuz this is your this is your story. So, I don't think I can take this one from you. So, what would you give this on a scale of 5? 0 to 5.
0: Um, it definitely started off weak and grew as more things happened like the water turning on was just like a haha. Uh, right. And then waking up in the middle of the night was kind of like, mm, that wasn't fun. And then the third night, I was like, what the F? Yeah. So, third night, I guess, third I- experience. uh I'm going to say, I, I don't know. I guess maybe I want to say a four, but I think it's too high. A three and a half.
1: I was actually in my mind, I was like, you're probably going to say like a three, but
0: a uh, three and a half. I think a four is too high um right. just because i wasn't the only night i felt uneasy the only time i felt uneasy was that second night yeah so
1: i'm gonna a three, three and a half um, seems fair to me that seems right for how you told it
0: yeah so then the last thing since we don't get a rating from you on that uh yeah, is, uh, is uh, believability believability
1: Again, it's I can get all I can go ahead and guess on this one, but this is really gonna rely more heavily on you. I don't know why I'm just
0: in a good mood and I want to give everything high ratings, but I have to no, stop I mean, and think fair. like
1: do you have a score for it because I feel like I have one?
0: Yeah, I'll go with my gut reaction, I guess, and it could be the wine because
1: <laughs> I've had I mean, quite a bit. Are you ready? Yeah, it's three, two, one, four. five. Okay. okay. At least we both. Well, hi. No, it's I because I could understand from your telling of it. I know that it would. Well, no, this isn't scare level believability, but it is like there were obviously things that happened, and especially how active the Ouija board was, and the weird mm-hmm. sensation of the smell or the feeling of vomiting. Uh, just all
0: hearing of that. the the girl in the corner and yeah, just I don't know. I feel like. Everything that happened, the only thing I could, you maybe could write off is the water, the the shower running. I mean, the odds of two people both walking out of a room with the shower running and not notice are kind of. I mean, it's you have odd. to be really in a hurry, or... and especially
1: in an unfamiliar place. Like I could understand like at home you take a lot of showers so you're used to the sound and it's kind of white noise in the background like I feel like you're hyper aware of your surroundings and new things around you so like I would notice a shower
0: yeah yep that's what with one person maybe you could walk out of the room but with two people to both not notice it being on makes me wonder did it really get turned on by itself I don't know so but other than that yeah, I'm gonna keep that believability pretty high.
1: That's fine. <laughs> right. So overall,
0: okay. I think. Yeah, I got it.
1: I'll. I'm gonna guess what you're gonna guess. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, then you're just. Yes.
1: <laughs> three, two, one, four. four. There Yay! <laughs> we did it. Uh, and that's not really. There's no explanation for that other than I'm using basic math here, and that's about what it about a down four? To. Yeah. If, if we, we did, did three, it, four, five, then yeah, four.
0: Duh. So that was pretty straightforward and to the point. Yeah. Uh, we'll wrap it up because I know this is a longer episode again, but there was just
1: right. and hope- so much. But hopefully going it was on. still interesting. Um, But that's the Marshall House. It is. In Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. So go check it out. Go book a room. Book a hotel room there. Yep. I'll Tell post us- some
0: pictures of my room, or at least the hallway, and uh, I'll actually post the plaque about Joel Chandler Harris if you really want to read more on him. I've got that and his family tree. I'll post all sorts of cool stuff, since even Kelsey really hasn't
1: seen them. Yeah, no. I mean, she just showed me them from across the room, <laughs> some brief photos. So, like I said, surprise and delight for everybody. Yay!
0: So that's it. Thank you, guys. I think. No um, plugs,
1: except I will say I do have like one quick plug slash uh, thought, I guess, which is I hope you guys got to listen to our previous episode before this. It was our first listener episode. mm -hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. I liked having Cody here. I liked hearing from other people uh, their their takes on scary things that have happened to them, spooky, inexplicable things that have happened to them. Um, I like hearing those stories and I know we mentioned it before I think it would be cool to make it a semi-regular thing maybe once mm-hmm. a month maybe the first of the month every month um, so continue to w- there's no real like
0: we went with the topic the first time but I think just general scary stuff you lived in a haunted house you visited a haunted house
1: yeah if you guys went to have a haunted any, hotel <laughs> if you guys have any scary stories you want to tell us go uh, send them to us. If you want us to tell them on air, let us know. We could do that too. And especially, like I said, I enjoyed having Cody here. So if you'd be interested in coming on here with us, if you have like a really good story, you want to, um, really, really got get us, in or, depth because we've taken so many people with us. If you want to come with us and talk about trips that we've taken together, uh, anything like that, we, I, I'd like to do it again.
0: Yeah, I'd have somebody else on. That was fun. It, it was. like bro- It broke it up a little bit, I guess, from the monotony of yeah.
1: our normal recording. Come drink with us and play with my cats and tell ghost stories. Like, it really does not get <laughs> much better than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's all it. she wrote.
0: Don't forget to check out all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or so they say...
1: Yes. And then, <laughs> and you never know if it's got pod on the end. I know. Who knows? Look for the hand. Um, and then also, you know, our website. Our website. <laughs> yeah, our website, or so they say pod.com. Shoot us an email with your stories, thoughts, comments, critiques, whatever. But be gentle because we are very sensitive. We people. are babies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or so they say pod at gmail.com. And then if you like what you hear, if you want to support us in other ways our patreon is always open patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod yep
0: because we can, I mean, we'll do this as long as we want to, and mm-hmm. for as long as we can, but some of this takes some money. I mean, my trip to Savannah, of course, was on my dime. That was my vacation, but things like that take expense, especially if we want to get away from Indiana. Yeah, I am <laughs> so... itching
1: to go to new places. I'm ready to travel to spooky places. And you guys would help fund that,
0: um, and also it would help give back to you, because... We're really trying to get this merch right. I know we've got to get together and have like a business meeting and (laughs) start like finalizing some stuff. I think so. uh, It'll help us out, but it definitely gives back to you guys as well. So consider donating that Patreon. Check out our different levels. You can we've got three different levels right now that you can donate at. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but
1: check it out. Help us out, Um, and that's all. The end. That's the show. (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, I guess we'll just see you guys next week, next Thursday. What we're going to talk about, who knows? Who knows? It's we'll a surprise. It out. <laughs> I actually don't even know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye.
0: Bye. Mixing and Music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Or So They Say Pod. Visit us at our website, or they say where you can find links to all social media. If you like the show, please subscribe to our newsletter and consider donating to our podcast at patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod. Running a podcast takes time and money, and we'd love to give you the best listening experience possible. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help drive us up the charts. And of course, thanks for listening.